Bronco Nation News Live is presented by RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics. Power in people, pride in painting. Check them out at ROEPaint.com. Now, here's BJ Rains. Hey, how we doing? Happy Thursday. I was uh, worried for a few seconds there that Mike Prater and JP would uh, be in the back watching the Masters, but we were able to pull uh, Mike Prater out for uh, at least 30 minutes here for the show. This is Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com. Every morning about 9 a.m. we talk sports. Today on Thursdays, it's with Mike Prater, host of uh, Prater and the Ball Game, KTIK Radio, 95.3 The Ticket. And uh, Mike, always a pleasure on a Thursday to talk with you. How are you? What's going on, buddy? It is a Masters Thursday. I haven't watched any golf yet, but uh, a lot of focus on uh, football and basketball, and uh, it's it's a busy couple of days for Boise State. Tiger Woods, even par through two holes. So uh, <laughs> I'll get you with the updates. I'm one of those uh, guys that uh, whenever Tiger's playing in the, a tournament like this, I'll, I'll find a way to watch. So I uh, was uh, I streamed his first two holes and saved par on both holes. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, a couple of guys already uh, two under through a couple of holes. So yeah, love the masters. I know they're going to have some weather issues maybe later this weekend, but uh, we'll see what they can get in. That's uh, that that is a bucket list item for me. I I probably know it will probably never happen because you have to get, you know, invited or whatever to go down there. But uh, I would love at some point to get down to Augusta. You have been there though, correct? Yeah, I've been there for the Wednesday, the couple of practice rounds in the part three and uh, spent about 13 hours on the grounds there. And uh, pretty cool. Did that in 2016 and a pretty, pretty cool event. And uh, the part three contest and, and, and the and the practice rounds, lots of access. It's very very different than the tournament. I would absolutely love to get back for a tournament and capture that vibe, especially on a Thursday morning or a Sunday afternoon. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool deal ball. Hey, by the way, by the way, BJ, it's not as tough as ticket as you, as you think it is anymore. As a matter of fact, it's a really easy ticket to get. Okay. You just have to spend a lot of cash, my friend. Bronco Nation News, you can afford it. Come on, pony well, up and make it happen. I guess they make up for it with like the dollar and fifty, uh, you know, egg sandwiches and stuff that they. That I saw the prices again. That's the one nice thing, even yeah. like a, a very cheap, affordable prices. Wasn't there a picture though? Was that at the Masters or where was that? Where there was like a picture in the paper of you standing in the background or something? Or didn't you take a picture of some sort? What's oh, the story yeah. there? The uh, the sixth hole at the par three contest where okay. kind of Lisa Rice uh, hangs out. Uh, there is I, I was captured in the in the background as I was stalking Jack Nicklaus. So we do have that picture. And today I will run. We have Troy Merritt on the show today live. Troy Merritt was actually at the Masters the uh, year the year I went, and uh, we were able to follow him for a couple of holes in the par three contest. My then girlfriend, now wife, took what I consider to be the greatest sports photo of all time. We're going to publish that today. It's Troy Merritt and his two kids hanging out at Augusta National, and uh, Troy's going to join us today at five o'clock live to talk about Augusta National. So uh, yeah, lots of Masters talk, my friend. Awesome. Well, looking forward to it. Three to six today, Prater and Johnny, JP, uh, Bob, the whole gang will uh, talk golf and they'll continue to get you ready for the spring game on Saturday. And we'll do that as well in a little bit, Mike, but I wanted to start with uh, basketball because yesterday I had Winston on. Uh, so we talked football the whole 30 minutes yesterday and I have not had a chance to, uh, at least on these uh, airwaves, uh, discuss the Cam Martin uh, commitment to Boise State. Uh, I know uh, last week when it first surfaced that he was visiting, there was some mixed reviews. I know folks have kind of done their homework a little bit on him. Uh, you know, this is not the uh, 
you know, Mountain West player of the year they're adding. I, I, I don't think anyone is saying that. I'm certainly not trying to hype him up as the, the next coming of uh, Chandler Hutchison or something here at Boise State. But, uh, you know, for, for a team that's trying to build solid pieces and add depth and add guys, he's a, a taller, better shooting uh, version basically of a Najee Smith. I mean, he's a, a 6'9 guy that, that shoots threes and can play on the inside as well. And and uh, that's, you know, likely the spot he's going to fill in the middle there. Uh, and I know they're still working to add some pieces. They do have a visitor uh, this weekend, um, which I think would be, an, you know, uh, another guy that, on the surface may not be the, the sexiest name, but when you look at some of the things behind that, I think it would be a nice depth piece for the Broncos. Uh, but uh, Cam Martin, 6'9", as I said, shot 45% from three his last year at Division Two. Mike Prater, uh, and that's on 49 makes on 110 attempts. So he let it fly. Um, what's your take on on Cam Martin? And, and I know you guys had him on the show, as did I, and I have a quote I want to play from him in a minute here. But uh, Cam Martin, another piece as they continue to build this roster. If he can be healthy for an entire basketball season or 80% of a basketball season or, or you know whatever whatever is needed these days, Boise State basketball got better with Cam Martin, if you ask me. I mean, I do like his film. I do like his skill set. You know, it's he, they're, not, they're not changing the team by adding him, but one of the things that we wanted this offseason and one of the parts of a, of a super team is depth. So you don't necessarily need five starters. I don't know if this guy's going to come in and start. I, I think at least three or four of these spots are already taken, so there's not going to be a lot of room for starting positions, but you don't have to bring in a starter. Depth is just as important to me as the center. He has the depth. He doesn't add the traditional center, so I'm okay with that, but the way he plays basketball, the way he, he you know, he's not the traditional back-to-the-basket kind of a, a big guy. He can go outside and he can stretch it. He can move it. I think he's a little bigger, thicker Tyson Degenhart. And if he can add some depth and do some things to help Tyson Degenhardt down low, that's great. They still have the one scholarship left to give, at least, maybe more, depending on what you report later on or, or how this roster shakes out. I still want that big-time rim protector. I don't care if he's 6'2", 7'2", 9'2". I just need somebody that can get in there and swat, swat, swat and be a rim protector. Um, you know, you can be a good defensor, defensive guy, and you can be a good center at 6'9", 6'10", 6'11". Let's see what happens. But uh, I'm still looking for that one more piece, BJ. And just to just to just to try to ease you into it, Mike, the guy that's visiting this weekend is a forward, but he's only six eight. So we, we, you're not going to get your six ten. If this guy commits, he's not the six eleven back to the basket guy. I'm just going to say that. And uh, I was told the name, but asked not to say it because you know, it, but just for various reasons. But uh, it, it's, now, uh, now, now I was told the name, and I was told I could say it. And I was told it. he was. A, I was told he was a six nine power forward. And maybe it's somebody uh, different. Six, eight, maybe it's so somebody different. Maybe it's somebody different. Well, I think you're probably, I think your we'll information is probably we'll right. Talk, we'll have to talk off air maybe, but uh, <laughs> is, there anyway, a little, is there a little, is there a little Cade Rice connection? There um, might be. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think we're talking about the same guy. And yes. yes uh, I did look at him and I looked at his resume and, and he's not the traditional center. Um, and maybe Leon Rice's super team is going to play small ball and maybe somebody can get in there and play defense. I don't know if this kid, uh, this new, this other kid, potential kid, can play defense. I don't think that's going to be Cam Martin's strength. He would have uh, had the second most blocks on the team last year uh, if he were on Boise State's team. I did look that up, uh, and he did start 17 games for a, a fairly notable, uh, you know, power program. I guess you could say. So I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just think a lot of people are looking for the six eleven, you know, seven foot Nathan Mensa type guy, Graham Ek. Uh, but I'll say this: other than Miladin Armouche, Mike, they really haven't. 
played that way in the past. I mean, they've had no. the, the Zach Haney's that shoot from the outside. The other guy, you know, the Nick Duncan types, the, they, they just, they, they, that's not typically how Boise state, they, this positionless basketball, as they talk about it, they, they don't typically play in the Mulatin Armouche was almost the exception to what they've done. Now you could argue, okay, well look at their O and nine or whatever you want to look at the last preview. Maybe that's not working. They need that guy, but that's just not typically how Leon Rice's rosters are built. So I'm, I'm not expecting them to go out and find the, uh, the, the big, you know, back to the basket seven footer. I, I think the way they play and having all five guys on the floor that can shoot, I, I think that's why a guy like Cam Martin fits their style of offense. You could argue more than a traditional back to the basket guy like a Mulat Armouche. No, I can see that puzzle absolutely coming together. And in this day and age, you don't have to play traditional basketball one, two, three, four, five. And Leon Rice doesn't even have positions, as you know. So I'm okay with that. Let me ask you this question, BJ. And this is to to to, to strengthen your argument. Is, is Ryan Watkins considered the best center in, in the Leon Rice era? Uh, I would think he. you would have to probably say yes. Um, yeah, yeah, probably so. Six Rebounding. Foot yep. Six foot nine, right? Six yep. foot nine. Yep. And a, a rebounding machine. Maybe not quite the rim protector that I'd like to have, but he was a rebound machine. He was a menace in the paint. And in 12, 13 years, probably the best center that Leon Rice has ever had. Yeah. Uh, although Armouche was making hay, we, I loved the way Armouche played in his last year. And if it, if they would have could have stuck, if he could have stuck around for that one more season, I, I could see him maybe being a potential G League guy the way he was developing. But uh, and they might have won a game. They might have won the tournament game last year if they had. It. I mean, that was that was him leaving led to some dominoes that that ended with Mo Silla coming in June. I think which which probably I agree with you. I think he was coming on strong if he had come back for another year. Yeah, they would have been a top twenty five team with half the losses, maybe five five or six losses and went into the NCAA tournament as the number 23-ranked team in the country or whatever it would have been if Armouche was there. I think he was that good and that big of a piece to the team last year. But to your point, you don't have to have Armouche all the time. Uh, I'd love to have him. Uh, he's a beast. But uh, if I could get a little bit of a – if I could get a B version of Ryan Watkins and add it to this team, eh, it's not exactly what I was looking for, but I'm okay with it because they got better. And that's all I want from this team is to get better. We're going to make fun of Leon Rice and his super team comment for the next five months. But you know what? I don't expect to, to, to show up next November 5th or whatever the season opener is and, and see Kentucky out there as a super team. I expect to see a team that got better and a team that got deeper. And so far, we're seeing those pieces. Yeah, it's a, it's a Boise State super team. It's you got to qualify it, quantify that uh, in terms of where they're at. And I'm not necessarily saying, Mike, that the way they're building it with, with, with not going with the traditional center, I'm not even saying that's right. I'm just saying I mean, you could argue based on the lack of tournament success, lack of whatever the last 10 years, if, if someone wanted to say, well, okay, that they're that they need one because it's not working. I'm just saying that's not how Boise State has done it. The way their offense works, they like big guys that can shoot for what their style is. And again, right or wrong, maybe you could say their style's wrong. It hasn't worked. But that's they, they would prefer a Cam Martin, I think, a, a shooting three, a guy that can shoot a shooting five, a guy on the outside that can stretch it to your traditional seven foot back. They, they're just not a team that like dumps it down to their center that often. I think Milad Narmouche was a uh, an outlier. If you look back at the last 10 to 12 years to what they've had, they just haven't really had very good post play uh, from the center position. So uh, who's to know if it's going to work or not? I like it. I think it's a, I, I think he's got a lot to prove. You know, you, you mentioned the potential baggage with a seventh year guy and his fourth school and all that kind of stuff, the shoulder injury. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, people forget the year that he redshirted at Kansas, uh, they had, you know, three NBA draft picks uh, on their roster and he just wasn't going to play much. And he decided to redshirt and try to play the next year, but he still practiced all year with uh, two first round draft picks, uh, practice with some other guys. So you could argue that his, 
year of practice and not playing in games was still more beneficial than if he had gone, you know, gone back to Missouri Southern and just, you know, scored 23 points a game again. Um, and then he was supposed to play. And I think he told you guys too, he started the first scrimmage for Kansas the next, you know, last season. He, he had a chance to be a starter or a key player. And then the very next day dislocated his uh, shoulder and, and that was kind of it. And, and instead of trying to push it back and play it less than a hundred percent, he elected to to sit out the year and, and try to get the medical red shirt and come back for one more year. And, you know, Bill Self yesterday was doing an end-of-season press conference at Kansas and said he thought it was a great spot for Cam Martin and thought he had a chance to go there and make a big impact. So uh, maybe that's just coach speak and being nice to him on the way out the door. Who knows? But, um, uh, again, if you just basically sub him in, Mike, for Najee Smith, which on right now on paper that's what it would be, that, that spot where Najee Smith started, he's now gone. Uh, maybe he's not going to be the the finisher around the rim, the dunker, that you know some of the things that Najee Smith did there, the shot blocker. But um, he's a you know inch or two taller, and he's a better shooter than Najee Smith. So we saw what Najee Smith did from the three point line. I think it's a interesting addition. But as you said, you know it's funny all these top twenty fives have come out. These way too early top twenty fives already for next season. And I will say, Boise State is twenty fifth in a couple of them, twenty sixth, twenty seventh. They're actually getting some pretty good love, and that was even before Cam Martin signed. But all these rosters still have so many changes to make, and whether it's one addition of the guy that visits this weekend, whether they find a second one, I mean, there's still a lot of uh, a lot of churn. I think that's going to happen here before the the first practice in late September. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. And I think even you, I mean, as much as you like to push this program, I think even you would realize, I mean, Boise State's roster as it sits right now, this is not a top 25 basketball roster right now. I mean, Leon Rice still has some work to do regardless of of what he gets. And and you've hinted and reported that there, there could be more changes, whether it's Mo Silla or, or somebody else down on, on this roster. And, and Leon Rice keeps playing around. He's going to keep tinkering. There's no doubt about it. And, and he is getting better. He is getting better. Uh, this offseason, but uh, a couple more missing pieces. He's teasing us and uh, cannot wait to see. I mean, it's good that we're having these conversations. It's good that fans are kind of on their edge waiting for the next piece to fall. And basketball is a little bit relevant here in the offseason, and that's good to see. So uh, just keep doing what you got to do. I can't wait to see what happens this weekend with this kid. And uh, if they can continue to build out this roster and just get me a little bit of defense and a little bit of depth, I'm fine with this offense. The offense is going to be fine. Shooters and scorers and all that stuff. Boise State's going to have a ton of those next year. They're going to be able to average 75 to 80 points a game, no problem, as the roster sits right now. I just need a little bit more depth and some defense on the other side to uh, to balance this sucker out. Yeah, I think that you know the, the starting five, again, in my opinion, will be one of the better starting fives in the league, but I think it's going to come down, Mike Prater, to the depth and the bench. And guys like R.J. Keene, are they ready to be contributing players? Kobe Young, is he going to take that next step forward? Who else? You know, Jace Whiting, is he ready to take that next step forward? And then who else do they add around those guys with the one spot they have and maybe two? Who knows? You guys had Cam Martin on. I had Cam Martin on as well. Here's a short clip. Cam Martin about why Boise State and what he thinks uh, his impact can do to the team. The biggest thing for me was just finding the right fit offensively um, and being used the way that fits my skill set. Um, you can you can look at the past players at Boise State, and they've had a lot of players that have uh, been stretch fives, are capable of shooting the basketball. And honestly, you can't say the same uh, about Kansas. I mean, you can't really name any five men that shot the ball. Um, so really, the biggest thing for me was finding a system that I thought I could thrive in offensively. And um, after watching some film of how I've played in the past and how Boise's players have played in the past and how they want to use me, um, it looked like a no-brainer.
Um, but then also just seeing the Boise State team, like I've watched a lot of games. I probably watched 10 full games of Boise last year. And just seeing they're like one piece away from being something special. And I think I can come in and be that one piece and push us over the top and, and get that first NCAA tournament win and make a run. You feel like uh, you guys do have a, a chance to do something special here? Oh, 100%. That 0-9 is going to change next year. Well, he's at least saying the right things, Mike Prater. Yeah, and my favorite part of that video is, and we didn't, I saw your video when you when you had it, and when we had him on the show, obviously we didn't have the video, but my favorite thing, and he alluded this to uh, in an interview with us, that uh, his body has changed, and his body is different in that video that you have in terms of what you can see out there of him playing basketball. He's definitely slimmed up, maybe even 15, 20 pounds, well, maybe not 20 pounds, but uh, his body has changed. He's not quite the big clod hopper that he was early on in some of those other tapes. Uh, he looks like he's really slimmed down a little bit, a little bit more efficient offensively and a little bit more sleek in the paint. So that was my favorite part of that whole video was just looking at his body. You could tell that he's a lot thinner and a lot leaner than he was on some of those videos you've seen. Hey, we'll uh, switch and talk Taylor Green in the spring game here in just a second. But I want to remind you, we're broadcasting from the Cutwater Spirits Mobile Studios. More than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails. Pick one up at your local gas station or grocery store. It's the perfect time this spring to uh, reach out to rowpaint.com. Get that free estimate on your concrete coating, whether it's your back patio, your garage, your basement. Uh, they're scheduling now, and it's five times stronger than epoxy. The one-day install. Check them out, Paint. Lift the afford to Boise. They're still buying your used vehicles, even if you don't want to buy from them. It's crazy to think uh, why you wouldn't want to buy from them. The Reigns family very happy with RF 150. Uh, but uh, for some reason, if you just want to sell your used vehicle, um, they will make you a cash offer on the spot. So uh, check out uh, their full inventory of vehicles. More information, lift the afford Boise.com. Idaho Central Credit Union, the best in mobile e-branch online banking, ICCU.com. Check them out. Was moving some money around this morning. It's so easy. You can do it right there from your phone or your computer. You go into the location one time to set up your account, and that's it. Idaho Central Credit Union. If you're looking for a new job, transportation compliance service, transcompservice.com. Check them out. They can help you every step of the way, get into the trucking industry, the permits and things you might need to get out there, towing that first load in no time. Check them out, transcompservice.com. And our other major sponsor, the Blue and Orange Store. Looking for some new gear for the spring game on Saturday? Well, head over to the Blue and Orange Store. They can help you out. Travis Hawks and his staff uh, daily bringing in new uh, brands and items and just uh, check them out. If you're a Boise State fan, it's, uh, it's heaven for you when you walk in there to the Blue and Orange Store. And if you're not in the uh, Boise area, you can check them out online at theblueandorangestore.com. Uh, Mike Prater, we have a first in uh, Bronco Nation news history. We have a current Boise State athlete giving us a promo. Should we play that? Sure, let's do it. Uh, where did I? I had it here all queued up, ready to go. A uh, Here you go. 21 seconds of greatness here. What's up, y'all? It's RJ Keenan, Tyson Degenhart. We'll be coming out here at Timberstone June 2nd for the Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. We're trying to raise money for the Idaho Sports Commission, and we want y'all to be a fun day of golf. It's going to be beautiful weather and great people. Some of our coaches are going to be there too, special guests. For more information, sign for bronconationnews.com and we'll have a great time. See you there. Now, I'm not sure if Tyson Degenhart gets any credit because he didn't say anything, but uh, <laughs> RJ Keen took it. Degenhart was there uh, watching, but uh, looking forward to having those guys out there for the golf tournament here in uh, about 55 days. What, what is Tyson Degenhart just the arm candy for RJ Keen? I know they're buddies and I know they like to hang out and I know they're good golfers and spend a lot of time out there. Can't wait, BJ. That's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully it's above 60 degrees as opposed to what it's like right now. I think by June we'll be okay summer-wise. Can you promise? Is that part of the BJ Reigns Bronco Nation News golf package? At least 60 degrees. 
I hope so. I hope so. Last year we had perfect weather. We've added the afternoon flight, Mike Prater, as well. We've sold out of the morning flight, and we still had two months to go. So I said, let's keep pushing. So we're already four four groups into the afternoon flight as well. So you guys nice. will be doing you guys will be doing your show out there. We're gonna have a lot of. Uh, uh, you mentioned those guys. I'm working on a couple of football players as well. We got a lot of the basketball coaches. Uh, it's going to be a, a who's who event, even bigger than last year. And looking forward to uh, having KTIK out there broadcasting as well. So there will be players on the course while you guys are uh, doing your show this year as well. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, again, Mike Prater will finish up his show and then drive home in his new Bronco Sport after his uh, hole in one. Uh, <laughs> so uh, looking forward to that. We appreciate Lithia Ford of Boise uh, Pastry Perfection as well. We've announced Mike will be bringing donuts. The Degenhart Dozens will be there for breakfast. So we're adding some other local restaurants and sponsors here as well moving forward so just wanted to make sure i got a plug in uh if you're wanting in and it might even work better for you in the afternoon work a half day come out tee off around 1 30 and now uh, we'd love to have you in the afternoon session you can meet mike prater he has agreed to uh waive the autograph fee uh, for the for this year uh, last year we heard some complaints about that mike but uh he'll have the glossy <laughs> photos the sharpie and and we're just trying to get john mallory to wear actual sneakers he, he golfed in flip-flops last year so that's that's my main goal yeah, we'll get him some real golf shoes. And uh, he, after last year, he was so excited to play golf. He said he was going to play golf 25 times because he had so much fun. He hasn't played since. So uh, <laughs> it might be his one and his one shining moment might be the BNN golf tournament. But uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty fun time. Well, I, I don't know if Taylor Green is much of a golfer, but I don't know if there's much that Taylor Green probably can't do, Mike. Um, we talked to him yesterday in advance of the spring game on Saturday. And I will say this every time we talk to Taylor Green, which has now been a couple more times here this spring. I, I say, why couldn't they let him do that last year? He, he's very well-spoken. He does a, a great job speaking. Uh, he's gotten better, I think, each time. Uh, I thought he was, you know, comfortable joking around before we started yesterday. Um, I think you made the comment about his height, and I I, I totally agree, man. I, I don't think I've ever, and I'm talking for like 6'10", you know, 7-foot basketball players, had to raise my tripod as high as I did for Taylor Green yesterday. And you just stand there. And I'm about six foot tall, and he looks more than six inches taller than me. I mean, you're looking – I mean, to think this guy is a quarterback, he looks like a, a defensive end or or uh, a tight end or, frankly, he looks like someone that, you know, should be playing for Leon Rice on the basketball team. I mean, he, he just doesn't look like the type of quarterback Boise State has had in a long time. And, and uh, I think it's going to be very fascinating and very cool to watch his development and what he does, you know, this coming season and even the following year – um, because he, if he still stays around after the following year, who knows? But uh, he's he looks like a special kid, and he looks like the right guy to be leading Boise State football and all the hype from him in high school and coming in and all the stuff we heard, his redshirt season from Tim Plow and all these coaches that we thought may have been a little over the top at the time. I, I think it is all justified because uh, we'll see what he does on the field. But from, the, from what he's saying and from the way he looks and that physical stature, man, Taylor Green looks like he's the total package. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. At this point, his, he's he's checking all the boxes. He shows up at these media deals, and this is the second time we've had a chance to talk to him this spring, and he changes all the time. I, I did think he got a little bit taller yesterday, and I, I don't think he's I don't think he's heavier, but he you know he just may have redistributed some of that body weight, some of that baby fat's turning into muscle and shifting into places where it's supposed to be if you play college quarterback. So uh, he's definitely changing, and vocal wise, leadership wise. Uh, talkability wise, I, I think he's always been a good talker, but he does seem more comfortable now. And, and he's out there just kind of telling stories and laughing and joking. And when I asked him about his height, he said, I hope not. And he laughed and he says, my, my knees and my back already hurt. I can't get any taller. So uh, I think he's having some fun with it. And uh, 
know, he, he shakes hands. He tries to get to know who you are, and he's building relationships. I think it's a pretty cool deal, and I can't wait to see him on Saturday. We're not going to see anything crazy on Saturday, and I certainly can't wait to see him against Washington and how he develops next season. It's going to be really fun to watch. Well, it's going to be fun to watch his uh, relationship with Bush Hamden continue to grow as well in this offense. And uh, he was talking about some of the things he's working on, and, and I asked him just about his relationship with Bush, and, and here's what he had to say. I love it. I love it. He really brings brings the best out of me, um, whether it's on the field, off the field. And I know that the, like he's really intense, really detailed in what he does. And what I really like, um, I can talk to him about life. I can talk to him about how school going. I can talk to him about just real, like personal, not personal, but real, real life stuff. You know, he's he cares about me as a player and as a person. And that's really what I like about him. And not sure if you noticed Mike or not, but the big smile on his face uh, when I said, uh, how do you like working with Bush? It just seemed like it was a genuine uh, smile, a genuine, like, really does like working with his new OC. Ballgame and I brought that up on the show yesterday exactly, and we talked about the sparkle in his eye. He's got a little love sparkle in his eye for Bush Hamden, and I think that those two really are clicking right now. You you can talk – I mean, when Bush, when you ask Bush about Taylor, he says the same things. I don't know if he quite sparkles in the eye like Taylor did yesterday, but that was pretty glaring. That was pretty obvious. He got the big smile, got the big sparkle, and I think he's really digging it. For the for a guy who's on his third offensive coordinator, for really as young as he is as a college quarterback, he's embracing it. And the and the dirt cutter thing was a positive, even though that got weird. And I, he certainly learned a lot from that, and knew it wasn't going to be long term. And now they got him an offensive coordinator and quarterback coach that I think he's really fallen in love with on and off the football field. So uh, everything is happening for the right reasons in the right way right now for Boise State football. Well, we're going to finish up by previewing the spring game here in just a second. But if you need a dentist, check out Boise Dentistry Co. BoiseDentistryCo.com. they got five locations across the Treasure Valley. Uh, they make going to the dentist an enjoyable experience. Check them out. Find a location near you at BoiseDentistryCo.com. If you need business insurance, our friends over at United Commercial Insurance can help you out. A quick call, a quick visit to their website could save you hundreds of dollars. They can write business policy insurance in 44 states around the country. So make sure you check them out, UnitedCommercialInsurance.com. Ridley's Family Markets, they got that new app. Go download the Ridley's app and you can get exclusive savings up to 40% off uh, at their locations. they got 13 of them in the state of Idaho. Love that CUNA location. Find one near you at shopridleys.com. And our friend Matt Bauscher, Bauscher Real Estate, the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. He'll be out there uh, playing in the golf tournament in a couple months. We appreciate Matt and his support. No home is too big or too small for Matt Bauscher, Bauscher Real Estate. Again, check him out, Bauscher Real Estate. Dot com And uh, what, what are you looking for, Mike? I know we kind of talked about it uh, last week in terms of the close scrimmage. I assume tomorrow when I come on with you guys, we'll maybe do a similar thing in terms of the, the spring game and what we actually can see and what we want to see. Uh, but uh, uh, for you, I, you know, I know the obvious storyline is going to be the improvement of Taylor Green, what this offense looks like, and maybe that's where you want to go. But uh, when you're up there in the press box with your binoculars and, uh, you know, your, your pad of paper and pen, what's going to be uh, on Mike Prater's agenda to, on Saturday at the spring game? No, that's funny you brought up binoculars. I, I've never taken binoculars to the press conference, and the other day I was having a conversation as I get a little bit older in my life into thinking, man, I need to bring some binoculars to the spring game this weekend. I'm not looking for scheme. I'm really not because we're not going to see a lot from scheme. I'm not expecting any kind of production or results. I mean, I, I'll sit here and say Tyler Crow is probably going to be your leading running back unless Ashton Jenny can get a couple of big bombs and a couple of big uh, you know, uh, bursts of, of run. So I'm not too worried about what we're going to see there. I like to look at uh, the players and the personnel, and I know you do the same as well. I, I'm, I'm big into roster management this time of year. Who are the ones starting across the board on the offensive line? That's a big one for me. 
Uh, we're going to nail in a center for, for, for a change that we're going to be able to talk about in the offseason. Who's going to be playing the interior guards? Who's going to be playing right tackle? And then some of the defensive back stuff. Who's going to be playing uh, a corner? Who's going to be playing a, a – well, the safety positions I think we're going to be pretty good. Maybe even the defensive line is going to be a big one for me. So I'm looking for personnel. Who's playing the ones? Who's playing ones versus two? Don't get caught up too much in the scheme. We're not going to see too much. Probably more in the scheme last week in the private scrimmage than anything we'll see on Saturday, except for that big video board. Don't forget the video board. I'm actually really looking forward to that. I saw him testing out some of the graphics and things and just the way it, um, not necessarily even just the picture quality, but just what it does to change the the look and feel once you're inside the uh, stadium. And and I always like looking at the injured guys because a lot of times they, they you can't say anything. You can't really report guys that are out. And so the spring game is the one chance you get to uh, publicly say which 20 guys weren't practicing this spring. And so, um, yep. you know, the, the, the Markel Reed, DJ Schramm, some of those guys, it's pretty public, but some others it's not so um but uh you know all those guys are expected to be back uh by fall camp so it'll be fun and i do want to announce uh, mike and maybe we can sweeten the pot and, and buy you a couple of tequilas or something but uh, we are going to be doing a post-game show so to speak over at the james afterwards uh, i talked to johnny about maybe stopping by we're going to have some fun uh i think they're having some sort of event where a lot of former players may be there so if you guys are looking for something to do after the game the, the hopping spot to be is going to be the James. It's a 1.30 game, so we're talking 3.30, 4 o'clock. A nice happy hour there on a Saturday. Uh, so uh, come on by, say hello. We'll have some T-shirts and things to give away. And we're going to do – we'll have some highlights, some interviews, and see what special guests stop by. I want to jump on for a few minutes. But uh, talk to Barry yesterday, and it's going to be a, a fun uh, fun late afternoon after the spring game. So we'll be uh, doing a live broadcast at the James probably 4 o'clock or so. And hope, nice. folks, hope folks will stop by and, and uh, see us as we officially put the bow on – on spring ball until uh, until uh, August. So uh, we'll have uh, media days coming up in July, but this is kind of the final thing. They do have one more practice, but this will be the final public practice uh, yeah. of the spring game on Saturday. But, uh, Mike, appreciate it. We'll be into our countdowns and questions and all kinds of things. Before you know it, we'll have more basketball talk, maybe even by next Thursday if they make another addition to the roster. But uh, remember, next Wednesday is signing day, so I think we will get Leon Rice next week if they make any uh, other signings official or what. So a lot still to get to in the coming months, but obviously going to uh, have a big Saturday first with the spring game. I'm making my head coaching debut tonight for the uh, coach pitch Meridian Braves. I'm looking forward to that. Um <laughs> Weather permitting, we've had about three games rained out already. So, uh, and then Saturday, I'm coaching my eight-year-old's team as well. So, um, well, we we'll got a lot going on in the Reigns household these days. But uh, looking forward to the spring game. Looking forward to uh, joining you guys tomorrow at 4:15 on Idaho Sports Talk, and we'll be listening today as well, uh, three to six with you, Prater, JP, and Johnny. So, uh, Mike, always appreciate it. Thanks to JP as well for uh, getting us on the air. Thanks to all you guys for listening. Have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Bronco Nation News Live, BroncoNationNews.com.